The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away, unless you don't care about them that much. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters. This is our first full episode recorded in 2023. Bum, bum, bum. Check us out. And it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, we've been catching up recently with like yeah. some older releases. Uh, we've had, we have uh, some newer minis that have been coming out. Yeah, I got a new, a whole new style of mini. We've got, you know, Gets Nasty on That's there, right. which I've been really enjoying. And uh, it's a good time. You know, never um, a bad day to torture your friends with some schlock abuse. However, this is now, we are now in early February, <laughs> and I would be remiss if I did not feature a black forward movie of some form. And I wanted to do sort of a weird genre, black exploitation style movie. Hang on. First of all, I need you to admit your name to these people because I know one, 100% that you were like, black exploitation time, black exploitation time. Well, yeah. So say your name for the people. Well, that's what I was getting to. I was just trying to say, give it a little intro. You ruined it. That's I know. Okay. That's what I'm here for. All right. In any case, this is our first episode of 2023. I am the Groots. Hi, Groots. Who the I'm, fuck are you? I'm Murphy. Oh, great. The grand pain in the ass. And we have the best guest ever. I know. I'm so stoked that he's our first guest of the new year. I, I literally think it has to do with the fact I'm half black. No, it's because I was just I'm like, just saying. what can I'm we just... bother Steven on? Because I literally just started throwing out movies and was just like, do you want to talk to Steven for Mad God? What about Glorious? What other weird shit? And he was like, no, I've got one for Steven. <laughs> but he, this, this, this happened previously with uh, the other, uh, there was another film that involved uh, zombies oh, in Louisiana. Hill. Sugar Hill. Yeah. Oh, Sugar Hill was so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And I, I mean, I love the genre a lot and... I think I think it's it's one of those things like we don't usually do thematic stuff, but you know during Pride Month I you know I think we we should feature something akin to that and uh, you know yes in Black History Month you know give me an excuse our, to be extra gay yes thanks in our own way you know <laughs> we, we I feel like we should represent a little bit you know yeah. I, I think it's fun and I have such an adoration for the genre now this particular movie we're gonna get into in a little bit but yeah I think we need to open with the notion that. <laughs> Um, someone on this panel here uh, <laughs> went through the most epic movie marathon mm, yeah, you recently. Did. Yeah, that I, was yeah. for the ages. Can you please, Murph, <laughs> talk a little bit about what you just did? Well, over the weekend, I basically was, I looked at the weeks coming up and I was like, I'm not going to get like a full weekend in for probably like at least two months. And I was just like, so I, I basically, if, before I even knew my partner was coming up, I was like, I'm not leaving the fucking house. All I'm doing is watching movies. So um, I dragged my partner along for this ride. On Friday, we did Fan of the Paradise, which is an older one. Great. Recommend you check it out. Early Brian De Palma. Um, Badass and then we, we started with the new Hellraiser. Um, then we did Fresh. Yeah. Then we did Barbarian. Oh. Then yes. we did... So um, oh, oh, it's gosh, so good. One of the next ones. We did... Bodies, bodies, bodies. 
We did X. Yeah. And what was the other one that we did that Saturday? Was it Pearl? No, Pearl we did Sunday. You did the menu. Um, the menu, yeah. My okay. That's right. I just did the heard, menu on Saturday. Up, it doesn't yeah. matter Pearl, about the we did order. the next morning. So X was the last one, one of the last ones we watched that night. And then I rented Pearl for the next morning because um, he had to go to work. So then we did Pearl, Prey, and uh, The Sadness on Sunday. And then on Monday, I watched Skinny Marink um, and then got to show uh, Terrified, not Terrifier, and uh, Event Horizon. Nothing wrong with Terrifier. I just want to specify Terrified because it's a really fucking great Argentinian film from 2019 right. and not enough people have watched it. I was going to say, that was also a foreign film, so completely yeah. different. Yeah. Well, not outside of just the plot, but just country. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. But no, yeah. We, we went through all of those because I was just like, I want to catch up on all of these things. All I want to do is bask in movies and eat food, please. And thank you, no pants. Yes. So what did y'all watch recently? <laughs> well, I, I think before we go in, get into the yeah. paltry number of things that we might have gotten into recently, <laughs> I, I, I have to say it's the most epic catch-up marathon because the vast majority of those movies, like actually all but one of those movies were from the last year. Yeah. Last yeah. year, I, 13 months or so. And which, there's never a wrong time to watch Event Horizon. Let's oh, be real. God. Let's be yeah. real. There's never a wrong time to watch well, I mean, that. Yeah, th- those, were at the, those were at the movie night. I'm, I'm not even counting those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking about your weekend where you uh, just like. No, I just decided I was going to rent. If I couldn't find it to it stream, shut. I was going to rent it. And if I, you know, because if I didn't have copies of it already, and if I couldn't rent it, then I was just going to buy a fucking copy. Like, I bought a digital copy of X because I was like, fuck you, I'm watching this movie. And there's no regrets with that. I'm no, sure. it was yeah. great. <laughs> I know. cannot wait for Maxine to drop. Holy yeah. shit. I think but Maxine I mean, might be the creme, de la, the creme de la creme of that series. Oh, I hope so. I, I want like... it to be like gritty and sexy. I want it to be like Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets what I wish the new Hellraiser was. Well, it's going to be early 80s, so we're going to get some sweet-ass music, too. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But yeah. all I want to say about your endeavor <laughs> is that, you know, I, often I get very um, overwhelmed by the amount of content out there and the stuff that I want to watch. So a lot of things hit the back burner. And then it just that that list mm-hmm. of things I haven't seen is so huge and so overwhelming. I'm just like, oh, fuck it. And sometimes it gets... It just falls to the wayside. Yeah. So to take that time and do a weekend where you just hunker down and do it and just burn through all the fucking shit that you've been wanting to see in one fucking week, that's epic. Dude, that was, it was fucking great. And honestly, like, I would love to do more things like that with friends where we pick, like, we pick a weekend day, we we bring a bunch of food or we buy a bunch of food. Everyone comes over somewhere in PJs and we just hang out and fucking watch movies all day and hang out and shoot the shit about them. That's what I fucking want. You mean like driving my living room used to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We well, used to, then, used to have a well, double feature. Call a motherfucker, Steven. I, no, that was, that was, that was his thing. That was me. I know. I'm also just mm-hmm. saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. In any case. No, I agree. I agree. It was, it was an agreement. I'm just saying we did have that. And no, it was, I think we should it was do always that. an amazing three yeah. feature at day of just shit. Like I have, I mean, I had seen some of it, but mm. I got introduced to some other films that are now in my collection. So it's always hell yeah, good, good fun. Yeah. If if we had beautiful disasters branded gold stars 
I'd stick one right on your forehead. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to just put you that You might be onto something there, though. You might want to work, dig into that. How can we make that work? Yeah, right. That's you a know, thing. I just feel like, you know, it, it, it deserves accolades. Yeah. <laughs> now, speaking of catching up on shit, I finally, uh, within the last couple of weeks, I did actually finally get to see uh, Barbarian. Yes. Mm, okay. Yeah, and your thoughts? Which was fucking awesome. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was one of the ones that, that like, it just I didn't get to last year. I had heard everyone's like golden reviews about it, and somehow I kept myself just enough in the dark to not get spoiled. Oh and my I'm gosh. so happy about that. Actually, I did not listen to your of thoughts uh, uh, outside li- of our episode. I didn't listen to your episode until I saw it. There's yeah, there there same. wasn't actually a lot of spoilers on Barbarian that hit the internet because they came out in like November or early December. Barbarian? Yeah, no, that came out in the there summer. Were, there were some people Wasn't that the summer? Late summer, I think yeah. some people oh, shit. might wow. have started to do it. And See, I never so got I a single it. spoiler from that fucking movie, and I didn't watch it until like November. I will give it to the people in the groups. They were pretty good about either being very protective or clearly labeling being like this contains barbarian spoilers because I like I feel like especially with this being like the first major venture of Zach Kreger's apart from like apparently like one film that he and Trevor made that they're like, eh, that was terrible. We made it for the wrong reasons. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, but really it came but, out in the summer. It was what? like end wow. of the summer. Yeah. It was like, Oh, no, I'm just blown away because I uh, remember the re it did so well because it, it yeah. came out before Halloween, but it was a, it, it was it was a and be fair. It still would have done better if it came out after Halloween. Cause fuck that movie anyway, but it was a very slow burn. Because like, <laughs> Steven it, has no feelings. It grew its um, it grew its notoriety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On, in a slow scale. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, did you end up seeing anything recently that you were? Oh, I, I mean, I've seen a couple things. Uh, so one of them, uh, and this is catching up on last year's because again, last year was just, and I don't know if it's because coming out of post world ending fucking shit or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. I was not used to the level or the amount of horror or slash thriller slash like sci-fi that dropped last it year. It was a banner year. It was a year. fuck ton. And this year Holy is setting shit. up to be even more. Oh, so like, God. I'm, I'm just yes. saying like, so I finally, uh, after hearing Groot's rave review, but also reading great, great, you know, just amazing reviews on the film, watch the menu. Yes. 10 out of 10. Fucking love that film. Hell um, yeah. uh, also finally watch Pearl. Yes, um, good. Which yes. we didn't get to last year. It's just, again, so much shit. Mm-hmm. And most recently, I watched Infinity Pool. And that movie... I cannot wait to see whoa, that. Oh, buddy. That's like, on my very short list. That's... Yeah, no, that needs to be like a priority. I, it's going to be. I'm going to see be it before, before see it's in out theaters. of the theaters. Yeah, yeah. And the only reason okay. I say it's not necessarily story-wise a theater-specific film, but what Brandon Cronenberg does visually... Looked amazing on the big screen, oh, and yes. there is a lot of visuals done there. So just that is the main reason to see it on the big screen. Oh, I'm so. And I, you saw my, and you remember my description in the in the mm-hmm. showrunner thread. I did, <laughs> and I because I was I was like literally th- I thought about that for a minute. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, that that. Think about it. Brandon grew up under David, but he had all these other fucking genre fi- uh, directors to sure. go with. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. That are all equally as insane as David Cronenberg. In different ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm seriously, when I said the anxiety, the high anxiety of Aronofsky, I'm talking pie level. For me, anyway. Oh. Have you seen pie? I have Murph? not. That that shit will give you a panic attack. That movie is I already have up. panic attacks, no, that Stephen. Movie, Why that do movie, I want to watch something? It was his first film, <laughs> and that movie is fucking like 
Then don't watch Mother either. I'm taking yeah, don't watch medication either, yeah. to not have a panic attack. <laughs> and then also don't watch Mother. Okay. They're very anxiety-driven films. Okay. <laughs> but that's why... That's what, or, or do like two Xanax before you start. Give it, I've, give I've it never a f- taken a Xanax. Oh, you, you, aren't, you need to do more drugs. Yeah. But what? those are the three, uh, I feel like, biggest ones that I've watched. Yeah. And I mean, as far as for top out of those two, out of those three uh, in general, I'm going menu. But as far as for art, art film, Infinity Pool would make art students question things. Yeah. That's how art that fucking film is. Good. I'm here for <laughs> it because that's yeah. what my bachelor's is in. Yeah. It's in fine arts. So. I'm ready to question my whole world. Yeah. And I'm so ashamed that I forgot the the menu of the things I watched because that was my that was top of my list as well. Such a good movie, God uh, damn it. yeah, good. way too good, yeah, way too good to get snubbed in the fucking Oscars. Oh well, which you know. can we all give me a guy for like a, a fucking nod for like yeah. being the new fucking like voice for like horror needs to be in fucking the Oscars? Yes, she's been awesome. She has been knocking it fucking down. I well, dude, I had one singular desire for the Oscars because I know how, how, how bullshit they are. <laughs> but I was hoping Mad God would get nominated for either Best Visual Effects or Best Animated Feature. And of course, it was completely ignored. And <sighs> anything that even literally one of, the, one of the greatest cinema achievements. Yeah. What's his life's work, too? And if, like, it's, and if it's on there and they put it on there, they have to label it as a thriller or, well, it's kind of horror, but it's mostly a comedy. And I bring that I'm up just, um, on a couple of Madness episodes. I'm like, well, it's kind of like, you know, where Sons of the Lambs is, they labeled it as a thriller. I'm like, really? He yeah, but, rips a dude's face off. I mean, is that really even what if they do in thrillers? Even if you're calling a thriller, like, why is that not part of the horror genre? Why is it, it is. such a problem? Like, I'm saying this, to, like, this is my pontification. No, I know, I know. But I mean, like, yeah. I'm agreeing. Like, like it is. It yeah, is part of the horror. It just, it just like, makes me want to. Like, technically a thriller, not a horror, but like. Oh, it makes me want to shake uh, people by the ears. <laughs> so it goes. Yeah. So uh, the Oscars need to get their head their ass, basically. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. there's... That's what they need to do. You get their other ass. There's a wealth of beautiful experimental things, and if you want to see transgressive and interesting points being done, horror is the place to do it. And I will say, um, I thought A24 had it going on, which they do, clearly. Mm-hmm. Still, for those... But I want to check out Neon more, because Infinity Pool was released under Neon, oh. and this is my first Neon film that I can recollect. I might have seen some in the past. Yeah. But they're like A24 on steroids. Oh, shit. With, like, the level of, like... Mind fuckery that mm. happens well, in the uh, films. Well, yeah, I mean, and you know, there's a lot of good houses doing. Spectre Vision, Elijah Wood's house oh, is yeah. doing great stuff. Oh yeah, that, that's when the, uh, the Elijah Wood film would uh, uh, come to me, Daddy, or uh, um, they, the well, they, they did, did they did Mandy, they did um, the Greasy Strangler, Greasy they did what's the one he did where he was come like, to Daddy, come to Daddy, come yeah. to Daddy. That's it. Yeah, that, yeah. that was just unsettling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. But speak, I, I speaking, wish that I'd gotten a little more unsettled by the film we watched today. But <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. Speaking of horror, um, <laughs> you know, the trailer alluded to to a horror element that didn't. Okay, technically, technically, it depends on what trailer you watched. <laughs> Very true. We're gonna get into that. Yeah. But we are gonna be talking about a film from 1974. Oh, really? This one's a 76. Is it 76? Yeah. 76 or 77, depending no, on what you're uh, looking No, you're right, you're right. Because their first, the only other film that our main character starred in came out in 75. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. That. Yeah, it was, I was misremembering. 1976, Devil's Express. That's right. Yup. A.K.A. Gang Wars. <laughs> yeah. And we'll get into that, A.K.A. later. But this is a, this was a movie shot 
in uh, in Harlem mm-hmm. in the seventies. Yep. When New York was at its most pristine. <laughs> uh, you mean when heroin was the most rampant? Yes. <laughs> yes. When when New York was a trash hole. Yeah. Oh. You know. Hey, let's let's face it. What city wasn't a trash hole? Uh, New York, especially Harlem. Oh yeah, yeah. New, York, New York was rough in the <laughs> in the seventies, um, but it definitely fit the movie. But yes, all right. Well, give me give me a vibe. Tell me, like, can you summarize this movie as so, best you can? This movie revolves around the protagonist of this movie is a big Afro kung fu young kung fu master mm-hmm. who has a school in Harlem, and he's a proud motherfucker, yeah. and he lives his own way, mm-hmm. and he is. He is portrayed by an actor who has the greatest name. Yeah, mm. that, he really that any does. actor has ever had. <laughs> yeah, and his name is Warhawk Tanzania. Yeah, uh, I, I will say part of the reason why he uh, is a problem motherfucker is because that fro was a beast. Like oh, that fro yeah. looked good. Oh I mean, yeah, you can't argue that, that fro was, was like pristine. The only other fro I can think of that looked as good as that was um fuck uh, Enter the Dragon. Um, the fuck was his name? Oh, uh, 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 um, basketball player. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I'm, uh, no, no, no. Basketball player was uh, the uh, de- uh, the the game one. Game of death. Game of death. Yeah, that's right. Um, so it wasn't Kareem Abdul Jabbar. No, it was not Kareem Abdul Jabbar. He was game of death. Um, anyway, like I just remember the first time I saw that Afro, I was like, oh shit! Like commanded <laughs> presence. This guy's is yeah, kind of on par with that. He's yeah. he's got so. good. Uh, Warhawk's got good presence. I just wish that it had been utilized a little bit more. Um, <laughs> Effectively, yes. Uh, but their dance choreography was pretty. The uh, can we are we gonna do we do do that now or can we gonna wait a little bit? Uh, we can we can finish summarizing it. <laughs> okay, where we, we can we can pretty much go in. He I'm, takes the world's shittiest best friend on a trip to Hong Kong. Best friend steals an amulet containing a demon. Yes, comes back. Um, starts. The weakest gang war I've ever seen, next yes. to maybe you know old ladies fighting over supermarket aisles. <laughs> yeah. Um, meanwhile, it's like playground rules. Yeah. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like they're really doing anything. They're really no. Nah, there's always one dude like posing off to the side. Like it's fine it's, that my buddy's getting his ass. I think was, everybody I was just too poor. Like there's literally one scene where like uh, you know drug deal goes wrong because they they rob him and that's the only gun. That's not like strapped to the side of a cop in the entire movie, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I think it, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And I mean, nowadays it would just be like, well, the proliferation of firearms is, is, is you know, what, what gang isn't using those? All that yeah. shit, all the gang war part of the movie would have been handled in about 25 seconds. <laughs> I think yeah. they, were, they were trying to transfer over the old way into yeah. this film as far as. The kung fu mastery is like yeah, it was schools still, of schools of martial arts fighting yeah, against it's still each other. Yeah, held very much. a certain prestige amongst certain gangs, and mm-hmm. apparently those are the only gangs that fuck with each other because they knew if they went to another gang, they would just get shot in the head. <laughs> I, I think guess. that's really what. Yeah, probably. Probably. What <laughs> so you had the black martial artists versus the Chinese martial artists over, I guess, getting their cocaine stolen. It just seemed like kind of nothing. And what, um, what, 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 what? And like uh, going with the theme of yeah. why they picked this film. Uh, one of the things that I was I have been watching that wasn't like film related, but it's definitely related to, you know, the month is I finally started watching The Godfather of Harlem. Ooh, uh, with nice. um, Forrest Whitaker playing uh, Bumpy Johnson. Oh, the new one. Yeah, how that, is it? The new show. Well, I mean, it's oh, on season shit. three. It's 
If you like, obviously embellished because it's a television show, but if you like historical marks done accurately in in mm-hmm. in, in, in in series like that, it's awesome. And Forrest Whitaker, I mean. I didn't have a doubt that he was going to crush it. I mean, it's fucking Forrest Whitaker, dude. Like, yeah, he, no, he, he's fucking pretty, ghost dog, bro. Like, he's, yeah, yeah, no, he's fucking ghost dog. It's pretty legit. Like, so does it hold up kind of like American Gangster? Like, that level of, like... I honestly... Like, it's different because American Gangster, they tried to take Bumpy's apprentice, and then they crammed it into a two-hour movie. where And they and they shifted... And, uh, slight spoiler, they shifted how he was getting heroin into, into America because it went later in the 60s with the Vietnam War. Before that... They were getting heroin from somewhere else. I'm not right. going to spoil where they were getting it from because that's a big part of the story. So right. it's how they were getting into the country at that point okay. and like what Bumpy was like. The show starts Bumpy getting out of Alcatraz um, okay. and right. kind of going from there, and it's mainly dealing with him and the Italians. And even and 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 not and like it's it's crazy because it reinforces the fact of just non biasedly watching the show that. It's just that another story of how there has always been a different version of what the hot topic is now, like the black American. There's been the Irish American. There's been the Italian American. Mm -hmm. There's been the Asian American. Any person who is not like just born and bred in America, because I can't say white because Irish are white. I mean, a lot of Italians are white, unless you're like right. heavily Sicilian and have that tone, you know. And it's just it really reinforces the um, thing that like every every it's always something new that kind of takes the place of being the new slave, the new right, uh, the new oppressed race. And uh, but it's weird because the Italians think they're above the the, the black American, but like wait, but you guys were. The black Americans twenty years ago. Yeah, you, you know, it's you like, were the ones yeah. that everybody was slurring. Like, exactly. You know, yeah, and I think that's. I mean, if if, if we're gonna look at the character Ronan, he's gonna slur everybody because that dude was a piece of shit in this movie. I hated his character. Oh, oh my so god, he, he sucks. What did I write about him? Whiny cokehead bitch. Yeah, Whiny, right. that, that's about that's about right. Whiny cokehead bitch. Yes. Yeah. World's worst BFF. <laughs> that's yeah. He literally climbed down into a hole, not knowing what was down there. There's no way you could see that fucking. Uh, jewel from up there. No, just to dig around. No, he was like, just bored because he yeah. didn't. He didn't want to meditate. Want to come, meditate. Yeah. Come to inner peace. I'm not gonna come yeah. to inner peace. I'm not gonna watch your back while you come to inner peace. Fuck you. Never mind that you took me to Hong Kong. And I just went right by the skull. Yeah. In front of the walkway. <laughs> I think one of the reasons why I like black exploitation so much, <laughs> and is because it was that era, in you know when late '60s kind of broke out cinema from from the you know the sen- you know the censors you know and all the control of it when they were given a chance when black artists were really given a chance to make their own thing we started seeing like this independent cinema come up that was you know it was genre based it was action it was funny it was it was it was everything we wanted and it took off like it was a very marketable thing and this just happens to be not a very good <laughs> entry into that genre, but um, I, I, I quickly fell in love with it. I, I understand why Tarantino has such an adoration for it. Wait, this was wait, this was no, 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 no. This was directed by a guy named Barry Rosen. No, I know it was. I know okay. it wasn't directed. I'm just saying, like, I did. I'm. 
in any of the interviews I've uh, heard, I haven't heard Tarantino mention this film. You, I don't so, think he's mentioned this one particularly. Okay, but, okay. I mean, Black it, it is very clearly okay, obvious okay, that, that okay. the genre. Oh yeah. He, he's oh yeah, a super yeah, yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. Super fan of the oh, genre. Oh, that in any of his movies. Pretty any much, of the exploitation the genre, I feel like you know, he's like. The main reason I chose this one was just because it was, it had gang gang warfare. You know, it it, it had some weird freaking superma- supernatural shit. It had kung fu. You had you know? me with uh, kung fu master fights demon in subway. Yeah. Which is where the demon apparently decides to go hide. Which well, the bright lights. Yeah, so. no, he can't He's handle like the bright light. Bright light, bright light. That's no. right. That's right. <laughs> um, although I have to say, so like when the do- the demon possessed that first guy, I love that like. They painted these giant uh, white eyes on his eyelid with like just one pupil and like so the middle. So was it paint? Because I was trying yeah, to figure. I thought his yes. eyes. His eyes were closed, and okay. they painted eyes on his eyelids, okay. which is why I they look so giant. I wasn't I'm watching like, did they fucking paint that? That's why they started to smear later, too. Oh. <laughs> That's why they started to look so fucking weird. <laughs> okay, I, I just okay. started laughing, and I, all, all the things I was thinking in my brain, I was like, I, I cannot say any of this shit out loud. Like, It's just too yeah. funny. Oh, my uh, gosh. You know, yeah. like, it reminds me, like, we were talking throughout the movie about how like a lot of dialogue just wasn't even happening like you could see their mouths talking yeah, they would just play a mu- they would play a song yeah, song like what was that the, the day in the life of him and his girl where it was just like this beautiful white bread song over like two a black couple yeah, yeah. montaging like, like his fuck? life yeah just what showing that he's that? he's a man of the people look how much everybody loves him he just walks out of his apartment building all of these black kids sitting on the, the porch and he's like you kids I'm like what the fuck are you all doing? right i'll play baseball with you fuck your ball right by <laughs> what the fuck he's got that pimp ass like denim like suit on no all. shirt no shirt. No, shirt. no shirt. He was wearing a Canadian tuxedo with no shirt underneath. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, but also like his outfit from the end of the movie is just, just. Oh, the gold, yes, yeah. sparkly the, gold. The gold velvet overalls. Yeah, bell bottoms. You notice that they were ripped? No. When he like uh, before he does the final like blow, pow, pow, he's got like um, the guy. Uh, he's got his foot on the chest, and then he kneels down, and then if you look. No, oh, this was with the. Uh, th- no, I'm sorry, this wasn't the subway. This was with the uh, leader of the, uh, the gang. Okay, the before gang. He, right before he goes in the subway. Yeah. There's a split in his pants. <laughs> and my eye was just like, that's not smooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> because, no! Like, well, no, because the pants were so shiny. It was like a smooth surface, and then mm-hmm. literally, if you just looked up his leg, there's a, <laughs> psh, bam, right there. In his pants. I kind of want to get the guys f- from Vinegar Syndrome. To employ the same tactic they did with New York Ninja yeah. on this movie, so like all the sequences where you could tell people were talking and that they just lost the audio or whatever happened, and they did music over it. I want to know what was happening. I want them to just make up some shit. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, oh it couldn't God. make the movie any cheesier. No, no, <laughs> no. And, you're right. They, and I mean, maybe it would actually fit the Gang Wars trailer because if you watch the trailer, so this is what we were talking about at the beginning. When you watch the trailer labeled Devil's Express, they're just they talk about you know that there's this demon that's come and that he's gonna have to fight in the subway and that like you know it's killing all these different martial artists and everybody else and blah 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 and he's got to face down with it if you watch the trailer labeled gang wars it's just like the blacks versus the puerto ricans versus the chinese and i'm like there are puerto ricans in this movie 
Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, exactly. remember. <laughs> and they're and like they're just no. straight up. Don't mention the demon whatsoever. <laughs> there is no demon. It is only gang warfare. Yes, the other trailer yeah has no <laughs> supernatural element at all. And they're and, all fighting over and the spot it's literally, in the subway. Uh, I mean, what? Yeah, it was completely made to ride the coattails of the Warriors, yeah. which was a successful. Awesome amazing genre film. Yes. to this day gang movie to this oh, day yeah. to this day fucking amazing film yeah yeah oh my gosh 100 percent. yeah we don't even and we don't but, even get to see warhawk tanzania fight that much like we get to watch rodan and his shitty uh, so shitty friends. The, the, here, here's the problem okay so the, the dumbest cops alive with their so mutant animal theories there was a separate uh credit in in the opening credits for the action director master frank ruiz okay mm-hmm he sucks. Okay. <laughs> and all I can say is like, you know, this, this movie now, uh, there, were, there, there were some talented <laughs> martial artists in the movie. You could tell like mm-hmm. the, the chief of the tong, like the chief hench, you know, fighter of the tongs. It's pretty talented. I would say Warhawk that the majority Tanzania of the people was in this very film talented. knew how to do martial arts. Well, they just, they didn't know how to shoot it. Yeah. yeah. They didn't know how to shoot it. It, it looked like some of those really bad, um, uh, vanity movies were like, Dudes that run karate or taekwondo studios decide they want to make an action movie. I thought you were talking literally about the the singer Vanity, and I was like, was she in another movie? <laughs> oh no, no, I've got multiple movies with with Vanity in. It. <laughs> okay, yeah, but it's almost like they wanted to focus. They were yeah. they were looking at the one take shot where you follow the thing without any breaks, and that has never made for a good martial arts filming. Well, ever exactly ever, and but not only also... that, they were they were shooting a lot with one camera. Oof. Then stopping to do like they they needed multiple cameras and I get they didn't have much of a budget for this but yeah all that's fair. that and th- there was some like that that big alleyway fight sequence in the middle of the movie where they just tried to pull back enough so they could see like two or three fights at once but they weren't all in focus it was just bad and at the same time choreographing two people fighting is hard enough getting three fights going on sometimes there'd be someone in the background that's just like. Just chilling. Maybe chilling. Like, hey, I'm taking a break. I legit thought, I didn't realize that that guy was part of the gang when I first saw him, like, in the corner. I thought that they had forgotten the sound guy or something off in the corner. And I was like, did they just film him? Is that that supposed to be in the shot? I will say that this film suffers from what what I think is a good story and a good buildup. Like, when when you get back to New York and you see the hand come over the fucking railing, my inner harner is like, ooh. Yeah. And then the final payoff, I think, with the makeup for the zombie was, and the demon, excuse me, was awesome. Agreed. I think that I was liked, really good looking. I like the design of the demon. But God, there's so much in between that I'm like, fuck you. Like, fuck you. Yeah. There's, they <laughs> like, just could have utilized a lot of All the of dialogue better. missing where I'm like, no, this could be good character building to where I might give a shit about this lead character and his and his fian- girlfriend, fiance. I, yeah. I, I think, yeah. And, or... Maybe I would have liked uh, right. the Rodan more. Like it just, there was so much shit cut out. And, yeah. They focused on the wrong things. We were yeah. we were talking about this while while we were watching it. Mm-hmm. Is the only time I've ever seen this before is probably when I first got the DVD some years ago. Code Red put this out, and I was probably it was probably my second movie of the night. I was probably like several whiskeys in. And, oh yeah, That's and a, I was yeah. just and I did not remember. This is an 84 minute movie that feels like it's two hours. Yes. Yeah. And they so long. could have chopped 
10 minutes out of this movie, easy, no fucking problem. And it still would have felt long. <laughs> I'm it sorry, still it would have felt long. Yeah. It would have felt long. Because even just the editing and transitions, I mean, the little things of how you edit a scene and how you move into the next scene can really keep a pace going. Even just, just the way you do it. And that's why I like. I wish that they would take more films like this that have a really great basis, but maybe weren't executed the base. Remake them? Actually give them a remake? Give yes. them give them some budget. Give it another yeah. look. Maybe involve some of the and like involve some of the original people if they're still around. I can agree. Um, I can get by on that all day. Like, I, I would I would watch a remake of this just to right. see what they do with it. You know what would be really cool? If we had money. With this podcast, yeah, if we had money, that would be really cool. No, no, we we get we <laughs> get we get a couple like uh, like digital uh, turntables together, put a movie out, and like remix it. You know, like a DJ would remix music live. You like you could do that with video, video and audio, and you chop it up a little bit, mm-hmm. and that shit would be fun. And getting people to getting people in on it, and just put something new out there, like. Let's make a fucking thirty-minute version of this movie that fucking crushes. Hell yeah! You know, yeah, I'd be, be I'd awesome. be in for that because I'm showing a lot more of that fucking demon, dude. Um, yeah, dude. I, hundred percent. I wanted to see more of the demon throughout the film because they definitely used the shadow in the subway for three of the kills. That was kind of annoying. Yeah, I just, I just want a little. Like, I don't have to see the whole thing. I just want little taste. Yeah, we know we, but we got darkness. Yeah. We yeah. got a dark silhouette. Yeah, but the, like I guess the payoff at the end, which is where the budget went for that particular practical effect, it did pay off because it looked. I thought it looked well. Like they mm-hmm. definitely put money there. Yeah, you know, um, and it's just like if we had gotten a little more of that throughout the film, we have to wait from the again the first bringing the handover or the first, the breakout of the box bringing the handover. That was it until the end of the film. Yeah. Right. Because the guy walking around. Now, the guy walking around, whoever that guy was, I think did a great job. Whatever the actor's name is, wandering around New York mm-hmm. with noises and bright lights. <laughs> yeah. Looked just uncomfortable as fuck and lost and pain and in pain, which I thought. Yeah. No, it did his purpose. He sold it with his eyes closed. So up to that so point, that. there were parts of that film right. that gave me hope. And then like literally yes. after he goes into the subway, after that, it's, I'm just like lost for like 45 fucking minutes. I was yeah. hopeful. Um, even when we got like, cause you know, the amulet came over top of him and he turned into like Christmas goo. Yeah. yeah. Um, like the red and green, like melting. I was like, okay, something interesting is happening. Yeah, you're showing us, dead, kind of you're showing us a dynamic well, with the amulet. Dead. This is good. Yeah. And then we just never fucking touched on that again. Oh, what was the makeup to do with the ancient oh guy that God, he went and saw? That was worst. fucking terrible, bro. We were sitting there and at first we were like, is this the worst psoriasis we've ever seen on someone's face? Or is this just the worst age makeup or were they trying to make him either look a specific type of asian or just asian in general just I, old i thought just it might have actually been a leper but he looks different at the end of the film well yeah you show him walking up and then yeah, you realize they, yeah because they realized really... they shouldn't show close-ups of that fucking makeup anymore <laughs> that was so bad so, it was like what we do with the zombie walk you just take it and build like clay and putty on your face yeah it was, it was just terrible. like play-doh it was terrible with some parmesan cheese on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it just let it dry. Terrible, dude. Just I let it like, dry. Look like you've never met lotion. You yeah, don't know yeah, what it is. You've yeah. never heard the word. The yeah. leper thing could make sense, and then it would have been cool if like a piece just fell off. I was like, oh, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought excuse it, me. I, th- I thought it might have been like, oh, well, he's like some old like mystic that you know is like a 
old as shit and like maybe dates back to like the initial sequence of the movie takes place in 200 bc yeah we were talking about when we watched the trailer for gang random fucking can you imagine because they probably did not cut a different cut of this movie they didn't have that money can you imagine you're like gang wars that this looks like a fucking gang movie and then you go in and the first thing you see is (laughs) china 200 bc the the fuck (laughs) yeah (laughs) And I, but I will like say, a big murder suicide kung fu. I will like, say though, the, in, the intro yeah. of that movie gave me hope for the film. I thought the intro was really fucking solid. Like, yeah. in the vein of that style of film, like right. it was really, that was done really well. Like they kept in like a, uh, uh, you know, a ceremonial esque. They all just sat Dang. there and took it. Which I mean, let's face it, that you know, and then he killed himself. And even though he was using a Japanese katana. Yeah, I wasn't going to go there, Groot. Centuries out of date, but you know whatever. Wasn't going to go there. <laughs> I was trying to give him some fucking credit here. <laughs> no, you know who I want to give credit to? There's a scene where they go to the bar and these two dudes get in a fight, and a wait and the waitress at the bar gives them what for, where she's just like, "I told y'all not to fight." That was still bad acting. That was the hottest shit. It was still, but I'm, I mean, it was hot. I would still but, watch her kick the shit out of people slowly mm-hmm. more I mean, than I, I would I'd probably watch let her the rest kick the shit out of me. Yeah, she. Well, she was also didn't hurt that she was the hottest lady in the movie. Yes, and a restaurant worker with the salty restaurant worker. Man, I was I was in love. Well, that that whole (laughs) that that, that's a whole thing. Like, and say the the salty restaurant worker. But watching her flip people was good. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. That I was that fight scene was uh, it did did surprise me. But again, we're talking again. It's early in the film. Yeah, that's like happening the same time as like the subway thing because he's wearing the amulet and it's like fucking with the demon right at the same time. So like all that's happening at the same time, and then it's just uh, and then we get music over uh, uh, voice parts that are supposed to happen and. And uh, and then the way it wraps up, I'm sorry. Like when he's laying in the hospital bed, it's and like fuck, it. it's like the end of the fucking Columbo episode now where the cops come friends. in. It's like oh, the demon's gone. I don't I don't know, guy. I don't know what happened. Huh? I, See, we just uh, I got to do the paperwork. <laughs> See, like what the fuck? Although I will say that when he was like, "We gave it to the priest," I was like, "You gave it to that sketchy dude screaming outside the subway? You gave it to the dude from the Burbs? What the fuck is wrong with you? What is this? The end of the Blob remake? What the fuck? <laughs> no, it's just." Uh, I, I knew I knew what they were talking about, and then they go to the scene where it's the old dude shuffling up the fucking thing to the yeah, boat. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, I'm yeah, that makes like, a lot more sense. The way that ended, it was so like, like I don't know, just that happy music insert. Hey, everything's okay. I'm like, no, now no, we're this all is, friends. This is this is terrible. Well, I, I gotta say also, this is this is a rated R movie. It, it was released for what? rated for blood, apparently. <laughs> And the, the, the pink blood? The, 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 pink the blood. Very, yeah. Oh, that's right. There was a headless corpse. Yeah. There was that, a headless corpse. Oh, there was. The, 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 way, the hyper the, annoying the, lady. The fucking him. cunt passed out to. Yeah. She was a fucking cunt. Oh, my God. Just oh, going down awful. and like breathing on people. Yeah. She literally was like, what is wrong? Who yeah. does that? Yeah. Who does that? Elbowing cigarettes that, that out of people's punched. mouths. That gets you punched. Even before COVID, I that would just, get you punched. That would oh. definitely get you punched. I would. But I got to say, like, I'm a little disappointed by the level of exploitation and the black exploitation because <laughs> first of all you know in his montage where where he's uh where he's going around town and you're seeing his life you know yeah so he wakes you see him waking up from uh what was probably a good night for him oh but, yeah you know in his there's not even pants. there's not even a titty and I'm you're talking some titties. you're talking about yeah. that last scene and the world's most chaste kissing i know right oh my god but like that last scene in in the hotel in, in the hospital bed 
the only way that they could have raised that from the ending that they gave us would for his, his like lady friend just be like well i gotta make you feel better and just like hit that top off something something that's that's yeah. how you roll the fucking credits on that oh, movie shit you know that would have been awesome uh, you know, I, 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 you I think know, the closest we got to Titty was was uh, Warhawks. Yeah. Warhawk with the shirt open, and I I am very disappointed in the lack of tit. Yeah, so I mean, I like a good titty. Same. The the fight sequences were lacking, especially when it was like one ver- one person versus many, because it was all like one person will attack at once. You know, it, it was not well put together again it would have been it would have been fixed if they had shot with multiple cameras because we get that a lot we get the one person being attacked by many in multiple films but it looks good yeah well, even you, if the suspension of disbelief thing even if they had done the thing that they did in most of the uh, you know the chapsaki like kung fu flicks in the 70s speed it up a little bit make it more kinetic i thought dolomite got famous he sped that shit up i you know i was just thinking about it and I was thinking about like the gaze of the camera in a lot of exploitation films where like you get that leeriness, like whether it's action or it's blood or it's sexual, you get that leer. The closest we got to that gaze in this film was that bitch lady on the subway when she was looking at people. That was the only time where we got like leering and like yeah. into people, like her staring at people. That was the only time we got that. Otherwise, it just felt like this whole time, like the camera just sat there and was like, hello, I'm a camera. So I'll be recording you It's the only time we got the leer, which, which means it's also the only time we got the POV. Mm-hmm. It's the only time we got the POV, mm-hmm. which even in the 70s, oh, if you weren't a Jalo film, but still like that's definitely yeah. from that era of film where you're getting the- that. You know. Perfect time for it to give us demon vision, man. Yes. What is he right. seeing? Yeah. What is what is it going through his head with when the amulet is around? I thought we None were going to get shit. more play with how the amulet was affecting other people. I thought that's why we were calling it out in the bar and those dudes were arguing. I thought the amulet was affecting them. No. Yeah. And I thought no. because like he ripped himself out of the dude with the painted fucking zombie eyes, like there was going to be more of that. What the fuck? Like. No, that's true. I, like I, I, I just, know. I just. I feel know. like a lot of things might have been on the page at one point, but they either didn't have the money or didn't know how to make it happen on screen, yeah. effectively. Because I, I think you make a good point. Like those guys that were getting into a fight at the bar could very well have been influenced by an evil freaking amulet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how, how awesome the fuck does the audience know? Yeah. Yes. No, but that's a good well, point. Well, like, they gave us a good call signs for it. We called attention to the amulet. We went back to them fighting. We called attention to the amulet. The fight started again. And at yeah. the same time, that. we call attention to the amulet. We see the demon going mm-hmm. fucking losing his, losing his shit. We, yep. see, we see that connection. You know what they yep. could have done? Come on. You remember uh, when the demon first gets down on the subway and mm-hmm. they had that music, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that that sound effect that you were like, where have I heard this before? Oh, yeah, the the um, class of Newcomb High sound. That, it, it was like a weird, yeah. like... So was, uh, that's what my brain associated with, that weird, like... Um, God, I can't even describe it. Gyrating it, it, is the wrong sound. It sounded like a weird that effect that you've maybe heard, seen in a bunch of 50s like sci-fi films. Or I, something. I feel like Troma I recognize most of those sounds because they've like a, just been used before. Yeah, it's like, yeah. A, it's like a weird like resonating sound. Like, it's like the wah, 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 something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. If they had used that in the sound design... In the cutting of that sequence, yeah. where like to, where when we elite, actually to, had the demon in the subway, you, you, and it would have made sense. You, you close in, you close in on the amulet while guys are getting into a fight. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, guys are getting into a fight. Wah, a little bit louder. Well, guys are getting into a fight. They have the fight. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, 
guess what? All you, the, a little bit of sound design just made that scene make sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 100%. Now we have an implication. Now we 100%. have a stronger reason to to worry about this fucking amulet. Exactly. Because like I'm by the end, even at the end of the film, we're like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. My, but, <laughs> We got to call out a couple of the quotes. Like, I think the big one uh, that he started with was when the cop tries to, like, at the beginning. um, (laughs) I'm just going to keep calling him Warhawk because it's so much cooler than calling him Luke Curtis, which was his character's name. Oh, when when he's training him, he tells him. the cop. Yeah. And and he says, uh, the next time you try to recruit me into that pig pen of yours, I'm going to ice you. That shit was awesome. It's like, whoa, okay, man. Easy, easy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What was the other one? Uh, I know. Rodan rolled in right after and be like, "Why you let that honky in here?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that dude. Oh, oh man, so, I mean, so uh, there was there there was some dialogue that was. It's just you do it your legal white way. Now stay out of my life. <laughs> oh hell yeah! No, Warhawk did have some good oh, lines. And- and the, the moment where, like, they buy the cocaine, and they're like, we better keep tasting it to make sure it's cocaine. Yeah, I mean, that's what you do. You just keep they tasting just, it. You stand in broad daylight on a street corner, basically, like, fun dipping cocaine into your mouth. Oh, fun dip. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Am I wrong? I feel like I, I used to eat those and think they were drugs. Like, I think we all head. did. That and pixie sticks, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever snort pixie sticks? I didn't because I watched somebody do it and it hurt them. And I'm no, like, I'm it not hurt doing my brain that. very much. So I did one at a LARP one time. Yeah, I did that. I did that with a awesome. blue one. and I sneezed blue for a long time. Yeah, I, I literally watched somebody do it. And I'm like, that hurt them. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, see, <laughs> that's because you're smarter than me. Low down. <laughs> I was just like, oh, fun colors, neat. And yet I've never done like hard drugs. Huh? I will say, snorting particular hard drugs don't hurt. Yes, they don't hurt. <laughs> so shu- so sugar deterred me. They make sugar your bad feelings sugar, into good feelings. Sugar, sugar might have saved your life. Sugar worked better than the D.A.R.E. program. Hey. Excellent. <laughs> you don't want none of this Fuck shit. Fuck you, Nancy Reagan. You don't want none of this shit, Murphy. <laughs> I mean, yes, anyways, but I'm, fuck I'm you, sorry. Nancy Reagan. <laughs> don't apologize. Fuck you, Nancy Reagan. Fuck you, Nancy Reagan. <laughs> well, you almost like spit on yourself. That's why I was apologizing Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I've never drooled on myself All right. Before. So uh, I guess we can briefly go Not over. Not going there. We can briefly <laughs> go over, like, the people that made this movie. Uh, who did very few things after other, otherwise. Yeah. Theodore for, for, Gottlieb is the only one that really went on to do more stuff. True. Yeah. The yeah. director, Barry Rosen, uh, he wrote and directed this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I guess he wrote it with some other folks, but mm-hmm. the only other movie he directed was Yum Yum Girls. The Yum Yum Girls. Which, uh, yeah, I think I actually have. I haven't seen it yet. I I'm, bet you probably do. Because you just <laughs> own films for the fucking sake of owning them sometimes. Groups. However, no, he, he was a producer <laughs> on many more. That was his most of his career. Uh, he had some producing credits. Uh, he did do Highway to Hell, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. That's a 90s like post-apoc movie. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. cool. It's way better than it has any reason to be. He was a producer on the Highlander series too, right? I think so, yeah, yeah. for a while. And then he did the movie that killed John Candy. He did Wagons East. He produced it. Yeah. So maybe this guy is an asshole. Maybe. I don't know. But Oh, John Candy. Uh, yeah. Miss you. We already mentioned Warhawk Tanzania. He, he was only in a, one other movie, which seems like a waste of his physique and talent. And he even had some decent... He could deliver a line. Like, he had some bravado. So, like... I feel like if he'd gotten some, like, maybe some acting training and some other stuff and a decent fight choreographer, he would have been great. But I didn't... I couldn't even find, like, anything else, like any other information on him after yeah, yeah, this yeah. like he was just sort of like piece him out 
Yeah, no, he, he was did at Force Four. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Prior that's, to this. that's what it was. Force Four. I feel like he probably and I, I have not seen Force Four, so don't know the story with that. But I, I couldn't imagine there being like an easy time filming this movie. It was no. probably like a struggle. I bet they did a whole lot of guerrilla filmmaking apart from the crowd. As somebody scenes. who probably and if you're somebody that wants to make film mm-hmm. and you're dealing with like bullshit and not oh, yeah. and not to the level of just like low budget. Like look, every actor's done something that has been you know, but like <laughs> this film takes it to kind of another level. Yeah. <laughs> and this was I guess late enough like black exploitation had already been a pretty thriving genre for like uh, 15 mo- years most of a decade yeah. you know yeah. at yeah. this point and it started in like you could 60, tell right yeah you mm-hmm. could you could tell yeah, late 60s and i think that was like sweet sweet backs was like 69 70 maybe but um uh, you can tell i mean so many of the scenes in this movie I mean, I mean, they had no permits obviously like there was a scene of like the first the first kill that old guy with like the really bad suit he's he's rolling up on the on the <laughs> subway to try to get to the door and that's just them timing a guy running up to a subway and the door closes and it takes off. Like they didn't rent the fucking subway or the car or get no. extras for that shit. No, no. The hell no. But even <laughs> before that, like I remember watching the scene where he's like trying to get through the turnstile and the dude in the booth's like, man, what you doing, man? And then he like just goes in through the outdoor. Definitely reference. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, you just, you're just going to like, Never in another film where like you would just let him roll into the subway without yeah, paying. Right. Like it was just like, what the fuck? Yep. Sorry, there was just definitely like a yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I mean, try not to be too much of an asshole for the, to this film. No, really, it's, a, it's really okay. Am. You know what? <laughs> I don't know who in this film is going to come fight us about us about it. True. Fair. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure Warhawk. He's not dead. And he probably could still kick the shit out of me. Oh, I'm sure that he you know could what? kick the shit out of me. I would get him fine. to sign a poster at a con if he ever showed up. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I would get him to sign a poster. Yeah, now, he was I would awesome. love to see these guys at like a, you know, Cinema Wasteland or something. Something like, like that, yeah. Like, I, I, w- I would go if it was just him. Anybody else in the movie could fuck off. If he showed up, I'm in. Hell yeah. Because like I said, I did enjoy his. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he actually, I feel like certain people actually had training mm-hmm. with martial arts. They just no yeah. one knew how to choreograph the shit. Yeah, it's like it's like it, it was Either like we're watching like or not. it was like if Michael Jai White had a fucking time machine, he could have made this movie so much better because he knows how to like sure. choreograph. Yeah, martial arts because mm. he's a martial arts master. <laughs> like, I feel like um, at the time when this was released, uh, this is a couple years back, um, or at least the DVD release. Rather, mm-hmm. I should I should mm-hmm. mention when when this came out. Uh, so Code Red, um, Scorpion releasing Blue Underground. Some of these, some of these guys were doing some of these more obscure titles before Vincent really got into the game and big. Mm-hmm. And I feel like had had that not happened, then you know, five years later, Vincent would have found a print and done like you know, like a Blu-ray 4K print of this, you know, in their own fashion, and. You know, it just it it feels like that kind of movie that's like like forgotten to time. And if somebody didn't like restore it, we might have never even heard of this shit. Yeah, it would have been yeah. a poster in a book somewhere mm-hmm. about a movie that nobody can see. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I'm definitely glad that we we had this access to it, and that like um, you watched it on Tubi, right? Yeah, yeah. At the at the time of recording, it was available on Tubi. Grutzio had the Code Red DVD of it, so we got to watch it. No, the without- Tubi. Uh, I, I did. Preview 
just to make sure that the Tubi was working. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, it does say code red at the beginning of it. So oh, it, nice. it is okay. their, it is their cut of it or, or it is their awesome. restoration of it. Cool. So it isn't widescreen. It doesn't look like a total trash VHS or something. Mm-hmm. No, like I was actually surprised with how well it looked for yeah, so it's what it same, was, honestly. Yeah, I was it's the same thing yeah. I, got, I got on disc here. But um, I guess, yeah, that was Devil's Express. For me, it was something that I definitely saw. Did not remember most of it. Mm. I didn't I definitely didn't remember how long it felt. <laughs> Dude, it was <laughs> it was kind of a struggle bus at a certain point, especially yeah. like getting off work. And I was like, I'm, all right, I'm gonna watch this film, and I was like, what the fuck? Like you know, and especially if like you know, like if you're in the middle of watching something that's like series related, mm-hmm. and you stop to watch a film, and and, and and this is any film, and then you're daydreaming about the series. Because the film is just so bad. <laughs> yeah. like, that's it's kind of what this film was for me at points. But I was able, but I, you know, to be fair to the film, I, I did drop positive points because I was yeah. trying to, I was, I wanted to pay attention to it just to yeah. give the film its due. Yeah. You absolutely. know, you know, because not, the film wasn't 100% shit, right? Right. No, you know, it just, and it had good had attributes short, to it. It had its shortcomings. But. Exactly. Yep. You know, but it doesn't mean I wasn't wishing. Does motherfucker end already? God damn. Yeah. True, true. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So, I would have liked a lot more Subway Demon, but... Yeah. With vision. Visibility. Oh. It had it had some opportunities. You, but, know what, you know Even if we're just shredding people in a subway and I can't fucking see you, that's fine. Just give me more bodies. What about him going invisible at the fight scene? We didn't talk about the final fight oh, scene. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's fine. With, like, yeah. that, was, that was okay because then we got some solid acting from Warhawk and then we got to see him, like, you know, doing, like, those motions of, of fighting because he fought um the demon took the form of his lady um duplicates of of rodan. like of rodan's friend first right and then then it went invisible and then i wrote the worst bff ever which is rodan um and then it was like weird subway cars rushing at him like disorienting yeah, I don't, I don't him i don't understand that part at all that was just visions of subways I, yeah. He was yeah fucking with him mentally yeah, yeah. Again, and then finally, like the demon form. And again, it just didn't. It didn't communicate its abilities. That's what also, that was. Was him fucking with them because he thinks the subway is coming. Right. See, I, I didn't get that at all. I but thought it was have, like you another have, tunnel. You only, have to connect all the dots. Fuck the that. only reason that I got that <laughs> is because the um, because. Krusty Leper said that it was going to mess with him, and then he was like, I will help the only way I can with my mind. And I was like, is this the ancient Chinese version of Thoughts and Prayers? I think so. Like, so when I remember him, no help from him. I remember dude. him saying that. In my mind, as soon as I saw his girlfriend, I was like, "Okay, well, that that's clearly you know, duh." Yeah, what the fuck's she doing in a subway? Right. And I'm like, "Okay, that's it." And then there was all this other weird. After she pretty, that, she was pretty like, foxy in the subway. She could fight me in a subway. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, anyway, never mind. I'm let's let's, let's wrap good. this bitch up. <laughs> that was Devil's Express. Yeah, um, I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad I saw the the movie for real this time because uh, obviously, you know, my my non paying attention ass or drunk ass brain many years ago, <laughs> obviously thought different of the movie, and it's good to get a better read on it. Because you thought it was fucking amazing, didn't you? I probably did. <laughs> yes, I, I was like, this is fucking awesome. This is sweet. Yeah, this you is know. so good. What's this guy's name? Warhawk. 
Tanzania. Holy shit, he's awesome. I think what I really wanted was to like combine street trash with this. Like I wanted yeah, street, street trash. Street trash is way better of a film than this. I know, and that, but, like, and that's, I mean, but I wanted like, let's to be like, real. Let's be I real. wanted to merge True. the two. That's what I wanted. I yeah. wanted those two to make a baby film. Mm. But with <laughs> an ambulance versus film. wine. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Kung Fu. <laughs> And, and ambulant versus goo. wine yeah. and hobos. I, yeah. I mean, dude, yeah. I would fucking watch that. Fuck I yeah. would. So, Murph, you brought it up earlier. Like, this film could, I feel like, could benefit from a remake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think. It's a be- good premise. Better than a remake, a remix. Remix. So we get the, the guys, both. we get the guys with the talent, like uh, the everything and ter- terrible guys, to cut street trash and this the together. Daniels? <laughs> No, everything is terrible. Everything is like terrible. Like those, those VHS uh, remix dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, check them out on YouTube. They're awesome. Yeah, they do good um, shit. But like, yeah, you take, get mash it together, man. You know? Yeah. Put a little no. of this, put a little of that in there. So let's let's talk about, all right. So if we were going to uh, have some friends over, screen this as a double feature, this would probably be the second one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what would we pair it with? Oh, God. I don't want to go first. I haven't... I... I've been thinking. I don't. I don't know. I can go first. If you, uh, you want to go first? Up to you. I've got. I think I've got my pick. Um, because the whole time I was just wishing I was watching it. Just oh. the, the Last Dragon. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. The Last can't Dragon can't go wrong with the Shogun of Harlem. The Last Dragon is yeah one of the most entertaining movies of all time. Uh, it's amazing. I mean, come on, and it's quotable yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, kiss my comfort. That's a, that's a great fucking thing. Um. On this same kick, there's this movie uh, called Ebony, Ivory, and Jade, which features uh, features a trio of badass women fighters. Okay, I'm in. Young, sexy, uh, you know, of course we have a, you know, we have an Asian, a black woman, and a white woman who are all very capable Mm -hmm. in whooping fucking ass, and uh, it it definitely falls into this, this era of late 70s. It might be actually be early '80s, Ebony, Ivory, and Jade, but I think it's maybe late '70s. And right. it's just a it's just a fun romp, lots of action, better exploitation than this movie, and a good mm-hmm. time. And of course, it would be the first movie because this one uh, drones on and people aren't going to pay attention. That's better. I that want to see some kickass because I enjoyed things. it better when I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So I, I think for me, it depends on if, if I want to show a movie prior that people will pay attention to because that way in the second movie they don't need to worry about that and they can <laughs> just kind of catch the highlights. Yeah. I would go with Shaolin versus Wu-Tang. Oh, yeah. All right. Just like, okay. oh, like actual legit, like historically they're following this path and yeah, like against no. all obstacle and the choreography for that era, which was early, se- late 60s, early 70s yeah, kung yeah. fu. But, but that's surprising. They know how to film it better then. <laughs> than they did in this film. <laughs> they already had it's it all about, the fuck down. Yeah, it's all yeah. about your choreography. They knew how to produce, uh, produce fight Can choreography we... already. But if I wanted two shit shows back to back, I'm yeah. giving you double here. Ooh. I would I would still start with what I consider a better film after watching this, um, and that's The Man with the Iron Fist. Oh, yeah. Still keeping it within Wu Tang. Obviously, RZA directed that. But that movie is, you know, go into it knowing you're going to get. A spectacle, good camera angles, oh, yeah, stories yeah. for shit, but the, the, the cinematography and the action is fucking phenomenal. It's a gorgeous film. Gorgeous yeah. film. Yeah. Story makes fuck all sense. But the, <laughs> but the story is amazing. I never saw the sequel. I didn't know there was a fucking sequel. Yeah, I think there's a second one. Rizzo made two? 
Yeah. We're learning <laughs> together. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I just would double down. Like, if I wanted, because you can watch Man with the Iron Fist and not focus on it, mm-hmm. kind of still know what's right. going on, and still enjoy the film. Um, and either of those films will allow you to get like your thirst quenched, but you know, prior to what you're getting ready to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a it's a far better <laughs> crafted, crafted film. Yeah, even being what it is. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, we are at the tail end here. Yep. Um, I would like to say that um, check out Beautiful Disasters everywhere you can find us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram now. Yeah. Uh, you can reach out to us directly at beautifuldisasterspodcast at gmail.com. Please email us. Our yeah. inbox is so lonely. Well, we want suggestions. We want suggestions. We want feedback. We want to know what you're watching, if you enjoyed the episodes, all sorts of stuff. Absolutely. And, of course, check out all the fucking shows on the GUI Network. Especially, uh, Stephen, don't you have your own show on the GUI Network? I, I, I do. And I actually uh, started the show uh, with one of the other hosts of this particular podcast. Uh, it's called From the Mouths of Madness. It's Hell all yeah. horror, all the time. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucking rad. We release every Thursday. Look for it. We just started releasing every Thursday too. We're gonna. Ooh, we're can you believe like it? The, we're yeah, gonna. Yeah, we're gonna try awesome. to get on that train. Yeah. Nice. We're doing it. Yeah. I mean, I, hell yeah. No, that's fucking awesome. Uh, because network's getting so getting the network's getting to a a, a size where like it's going to be double releases. There's no yep. way around it. Oh yeah. Because you don't want to release on certain days, so you have you do have like a finite amount of days you want to release. Right. On, you know. Yeah. So. Fuck yeah. yeah. If there is a podcast to release on, I feel like BD and Madness yeah. kind of mix. I feel like we make a like we make a tasty meal together. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Me potatoes. Me potatoes. Hell yeah. There you go. Speaking of tasty meals, my co-host for the day has been... The Groots. And I'm Murphy. And our guest. Lowdown. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you for having me, and especially on the first episode back after the new year. We, I know we all take breaks. Yeah. Madness did as well. Uh... The other shows did as well under the network, and uh, thank you for having me back for the first episode. That's awesome. Hi, thanks, dude. Thanks for uh, it. yeah, we kind of a new format, mixing up a little bit. I yeah. appreciate you. Thanks yeah, for appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks for being on this express with us. <laughs> Don't. No. <laughs> you know I'm gonna. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Stephen, if I can't hurt you with trivia, I have to hurt you with something. Oh. All right. <laughs> well, pool. Yeah, slow down. Yes. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>
This is Smack My Picture. GUIPodcast.com. <laughs>